Hello and welcome to another episode of Ben Essa. So in this episode we are back to our old tricks and we'll be learning about the career story of a staff member at Bangor University. So welcome Lauren, thanks for joining us today. Um, would you mind just introducing yourself and telling us a little bit more about you please? Yeah, of course. So uh, my name's Lauren. I've been in the university for about nine years um, and I've done various roles but at the moment I am the Senior Commercial Development Officer for the university and what that means is I account manage strategic relationships and look for commercial opportunities that spin out of research so it's really exciting so my previous role was conference and events coordinator which is sales and in a way that's kind of what this is (laughs) you know you're selling the university and looking after customers so that you know there's at first I was like well there's no synergy with this but um there is (laughs) that's my new synergy (laughs) I know that sounds really interesting. So it's quite a grand title, you know, oh. what you do. So like, I what, agree, Beth. In, in, in the practical, what would you use in kind of practical words say you do? Like, Yeah, I'd, I'd say, like, account manage. So what, what that means is you, I might have 10 relationships with big businesses that have um, opportunity. They don't have to have loads of money in the bank, but they might be regionally important or they might um, be strategically important in, in regards to potential for spin-outs for graduates, employabilities, research opportunities, and looking after them and developing a relationship takes time, you know, it's not just one meeting and going to and hope for the best, you know, and oh, shake hands, I'm going to do business, you know, it's a long-standing relationship, and it's about the offer of the university, but a lot of it is is the personality and, and the gel with that person, and you guys will know that from employability, you know, you will have that same sense when you meet people, you understand personality plays a big part in business so what's the best bit then what's the kind of one thing that when you get up in the morning and you're doing that you think oh yes i can't wait to do this. oh yeah there's like literally no two days are the same so like one day i went into jcb and walked around the jcb factory <laughs> and which is bonkers in Wrexham, and i was like oh my goodness me this is huge you know for someone who's you know an angsty girl i was like oh wow um so you might have that one day and you might be then looking at an aeroplane wing in AMRC and Airbus. And then the day after, you might be down the plane in the decab hub. So no two days are the same. And I, I love meeting different people and listening to their story, where they came from. So no two days are the same. And I love bumping into everybody. Anybody, everyone's got a story. <laughs> oh, no, but we, we here love kind of asking people questions, getting to know where everyone's come from, really. You know, look back to school, school child Lauren, would yeah. you ever think you'd be here? No, I was literally talking to my best mate last night and I said, do you remember, she's called Siobhan, she, remember she, she went, what? I said, do you remember when I wanted to be a physio? Yeah, so I was going to be a physio and, you know, when people say, at what point did you realise and, you, you know, going through GCSEs and A-levels, did you did you think this is the career for me? Yeah. And um, we were talking about football in the, in the run-up and rugby. I loved playing sports, loved watching sports. And this young lady walk, ran on, you know, fully Adidas tracksuit. I don't know if I'm allowed to say Adidas. A tracksuit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I like it, Ben. And she came running on. She was young, she was fit. And, she, and I said to my dad, what's that? And he said, a physio. And I was like, that's me. That's me. But unfortunately, Beth, uh, my brain doesn't work in biology formats and um, got to, through AS and parents paid for private tuition, just wouldn't go in. I am just not biologically minded, <laughs> if that's a word. 
Uh, and I was I was devastated. It was my first dream crush. I was like, I ain't having an Adidas tracksuit and running on to be the physio for the Welsh FA. I was fuming. So, and then my mum turned around and said, Lauren, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine you in a pair of scrubs, you know. I said, yeah, I don't think I do very well in the same clothes every day. And, and, and luckily, this is not a video, video conference, so otherwise you don't get it. Um, and she said, what about events? I said, events? What does that mean? She went, well, you can go in a suit and you can boss people about. Oh, I'm in. Sounds perfect. Sounds perfect for me. Bossing people about and travel. So, yeah, so that's how I landed up on events. And it was just literally flicking through prospectus and going off personality. And I loved it. Gosh. Yeah. What did you do in uni? What did you yeah, do so after uni? And, like, the, the, the in between. So, um, I went to Met. So, I got, um, so as soon as I didn't get my Biol AS, mm. I applied went went on a mission you go around don't you looking at university so had cardiff and manchester sorry everyone yeah. uh, and um went to manchester and studied events and the reason i went to manchester is because they offered an internship within there okay so i actually worked in the states for a year in a country club just outside of New York so I thought I was Carrie Bradshaw out of Sex and City for a whole year well, they've got available. Yeah, sorry Beth I keep doing this to you I'm going to cost you a lot of fortune um, and, and I would say that was one of my biggest highlights I learned so much because I was in industry yeah. um, so I finished got my degree in my events and then as I was walking around the campus I saw this like notice which said Manchester Masters and I thought oh what's that mm-hmm. So I picked it up and it said paid intern, a paid year masters. Okay. Work for four different companies and they would pay your digs and they'd give you money. Well, sounds perfect. Sounds perfect. <laughs> so I log on to the website and have a look, and it was basically a dragon's den. So you had to do a video of yourself, which is still on YouTube. Please don't go and find it. Oh, we're definitely going to find. Oh that. my god, <laughs> about your pitch. So you had to pitch to get into interview. There must have been a hundred of us across Manchester. Yeah, and it was every day that you had to wait for your email to see if you were in the next morning. So I had to go and buy a new suit, obvs. Um, And I I made it through and they did psychometric tests and I have never been so nervous in all my life. And I got through and I um, had my master's, business master's paid for. um, And I worked for four different companies. So I worked for um, Alton Towers, um, that branding team. I worked for United and I worked for a clothing company called Gorgeous Couture, which made a lot of dresses for Tess Daily and all them on BBC. And I worked for Marketing Manchester, so I travelled. So I went to Cannes, did events. I went to London. I know, and I'm here. I'm here. Don't ask me how I ended up back here. And I loved it. And I, I really loved it. It gave me so much. I don't think I'd be the person I am today without all that experience. Um, and I would definitely recommend those are that unsure is is to work on experience throughout their yeah. like education 100 yeah you often find like people do their undergrad or masters and then maybe haven't put that much of an emphasis on getting experience yeah and i was like oh my gosh best of both worlds really actually preparing you oh for definitely world of work yeah i loved it it was so good. So these sound all really positive, but is there any experience that really developed your resilience because they weren't quite so um, what you expected or what kind of the label said on the tin? Yeah, so um, I think the biggest lesson learned for me, and I and I feel like um, people ask, you know, when did your personality change? And believe it or not, I was quite timid in school. 
I know. Uh, yeah, and there was a there was a definite yeah. face by Beth then. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and I remember I was in the States and I lived with 10 other um, people, you know, uh, all students and we all came. And of course, it's hard, you know, you're 19 and um, there was always friction because you were working, you know, you, you literally with them 24-7. Yeah, and there was a slight argument about something. And I remember going outside and sitting on the pavement and thinking, it's just you, kid. It's just you. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, if you don't stand up for yourself or if you don't, you know, put your point across, no one's here to fight. Mm-hmm. Everyone's six hours away and five hours <laughs> different. So, you know, you're not waking up your parents at four o'clock in the morning because you're having a moment. And I remember I put my big girl knickers on and, yeah. and then I stropped and I remember thinking, oh, it's, it wasn't as pretty as it sounds, mm-hmm. but I made myself in that year and it was a, it was a difficult year. But again... Um, looking about career-wise, I worked for a clothing company and on paper, it looked amazing. You know, it was Swarovski crystal, it was couture dresses and all this. In reality, it wasn't. You know, we were in a a garage in Denton in Manchester, which is which is not Deansgate or Castlefield. Um, you know, and, and that was difficult. And the expectations, you know, he'd be like, oh, Lauren, are you up? And it'd be six o'clock in the morning. And I worked out, I was on, like, I was literally on minimum wage, if not less. Yeah, I think knowing your worth. So, yeah, it's finding yourself. You've got to find your voice. And then worth has been a huge, like, part that's throughout my career up until now is worth is knowing your worth and what you bring to the table do you know what's really interesting I did um when I got this job um we, we obviously came out covid and um it was a new job and you know you you suffer throughout your career you'd be lying and I'd be amazed if you guys have you know imposter syndrome and you're thinking am I the right person for this job you know am I you're joking me am I am I the, am I this person um and I did a leadership course with Welsh government And it was brilliant and it was all to do about your values as a person and what you stand for. So a lot of it is on self-reflection of your career. You know, worth was a huge area. And I realised when I came back from Manchester, I moved back to Anglesey to home. It was like, who had the best job? And I wrote a list Um, and I worked for them. I worked for the council and they were great, fabulous. But knowing my worth in that institute was something that I had to learn um, and whether I was okay with it and whether I thought I was going to career progress how I wanted to. So, yeah, worth is like... Yeah, it's, and values, yeah, what do you yeah. stand for? I'm, you know, if I said to you, oh, I'm quite black and white, mm-hmm. you know exactly where you stand. Uh, yeah, say yeah. what I, I, I like to say, I mean what I say and say what I mean. Yeah, and, you know, and that's okay if that's one of your core values that, you know, you should be proud of. I'm not saying that you go and tell someone that, you know, something mean, mm-hmm. but, you know, in terms of work life, mm-hmm. if you're known for being honest I, I don't think that's a, a negative but it's understanding your values and that takes time yeah. to yeah. figure out how do you try it like you said about that course there but like sometimes it is about writing that storm isn't it and just kind of ignoring that that noise that goes on isn't it yeah and trust and trust the process like you guys are in your jobs because that person has seen you know um personality traits or aspects that they need to make it a winning team and you know we talked about football you know you you can't have it you know 11 defenders on the field you wouldn't win yeah um as i experienced on sunday <laughs> i'm lost um but you know so you've got to have different makeups and you know and i, and I did that when i was in the council because i came from obviously doing my masters and in in that I looked at personality traits and you know and it's a huge thing you couldn't have five of me yeah. in my strategic team Jesus nothing to get done you know because I'm so out and 
out and do it whereas you need doers and you need frontline and you need yeah. the back staff so you know everyone fits and I, and I think you shouldn't fight, you know, you should be really proud of your ingredients. Like, you shouldn't fight that. I'll take conference, for example, you know, the team. There was teams who ticked all the boxes and, you know, and made sure all the I's were dotted and all the T's were things. And you need them. Yeah. They're so important to making sure that event, that they're back up to that event. But for me, I'm the person you come to if things were not going well, like... Yeah we forgot to order 100 sandwiches and it's an hour's time. You know, I'm the person who'll go, right, I'm going to Morrison's, how many loaves do I need? And I'll stand in the kitchen and butter them. You know, I, and it's, 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 it's so everyone fits. Yeah. And you've got to be proud of knowing, I know I am no dotting I's and crossing T's. Oh, I am not that what person. Say I am for you? Oh gosh, that's, that's, on the spot. A mul- multiple trick pony, I would call you. <laughs> Can she be a unicorn? Yes, let's, let's go with that. Unicorn, <laughs> do you want to say a big one? You can... You've got the gift of the gab in terms of we can put you anywhere and you can sell anything, you can speak to anyone. And I'm just like, I'd rather be in the background and doing that and you can go and do all of the networking. So between us, I guess, hopefully... That's a perfect team. But that's what you need. But it's it's good that you both understand understand that and I think teams work better if you kind of understand where you, what role you play. You know, that's always like a good mix of teams. I think you've already kind of touched on this already, but, um, you know, along along the way now, along your career path, is there any lessons that have stuck with you or any top tips you would actually offer anyone that's listening uh, who's studying or who's just graduated and going into looking for work or anything like that? Yeah, I think experience, mm. um, I would say it's always good, but that's the way I, I chose my education setting. But mm. um, it's don't be scared to reflect on bad and good situations you know I've had some terrible times with management you know or there's been a restructuring you know there's, there's parts you think oh god I really don't want to do that but also you've got to self-reflect in terms of how you handled that how you could have handled it differently so I think yeah self-reflect's a good one as well it's just having to think and think could I have handled that better or sometimes you come out of a meeting you think why did I say that? <laughs> you know, and then you try and learn then yeah. not to do that. Um, That's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. Like if, you, if you learn from experiences that haven't gone ideal, then that is the way you move forward with it. If you, like, ponder on it, you know, go back to it, you just have to learn how to, okay, yeah. happened, this is what I'm going to do next time. Yeah, and, and the only other one I'd say as well, and and as, my, as your career progresses, is when you become kind of not scared anymore. Mm. Like, and I'd say in conference, I kind of got to the point where I wasn't scared anymore. You know, like, I'd, I'd already messed up and not ordered 100 sandwiches and ran down to Morrison's and bought how many loaves? Yeah. Um, the good bread in Morrison's, can I just say? <laughs> oh, Beth, I'm sorry, <laughs> but that's where it was from. Um, is that is that once you're comfortable you know you need to push yourself again. Yeah. You know, if you're, if you're comfortable and you think, mm-hmm. you get up in the morning and think, that doesn't scare me anymore, you, you've, got to, you've got to step. Gotta step. Gotta gotta get out. (laughs) Gotta go. Gotta keep going. You gotta push yourself. If you're comfortable, I say it's time for a move. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Just a quick question. You sound like your work life is so busy and so kind of all like (laughs) so manic. How do you switch off? Like, what do you do? Because I know often people talk about burnout and kind of you know graduates finding things hard and actually over. How do you switch off? And like, what do you have any strategies that kind of okay so i'm quite lucky i live half an hour away mm-hmm. so a lot of um singing goes on in the car and i'd say about you know 10 minutes out i've started to switch off yeah, okay. um 
I write a lot of lists. So especially in conferences, because it was the event was the next day, I'd have a notepad at the side of the bed because there's nothing you can do about anything at four in the morning. Write it down, go, go back to sleep. Um, but in terms of work-life balance, um, I play a lot of football. <laughs> um, yeah, no pressure. I just like it, my alter ego. Um, and I would say it's the only time I can't be mum I can't write my shopping list and I can't write an email. All I can concentrate is where the football is. Um, And that really takes me out of my head. And I believe other people have this feeling while running. I don't, I run for the football because there's the purpose. But I, you know, I believe, you know, they have the same feeling. But switching off, you've got to, you've almost got to just take your brain out and focus on something else. So yeah. Footy's up there, which right now you'd be like, what? (laughs) If you can see me, you play football. But I think it's good. It's so good. And I think think it's important as well that you kind of understand that you can't be, you know, it's all right to be not professional all the time. You Mm. are human being at the end of the day. Um, And I think that's what's hard. I think sometimes you get drummed into, you've got to be professional, you've got to be professional, you've got to be professional. But equally your professionalism comes back to personality you know yeah. you're going back to that you know you've got to be somebody to sell something you are you happy are you are you do you like football do you like music what you know what what gets you going other than work in the morning you know what makes you happy and that's where the true connection lies i feel like you, you can connect with someone yes. at work and that's great but if you can get that personal touch in as well that's what really like makes it work Relationship, but, yeah. you, you know, you go back to exactly that thing. You know, when you speak about, um, you know, you go out and you come with me and engage with businesses, you know, you can sell them, you know, the research and graduates and all that, but you, you've you got to bond with somebody yeah. and you've got to understand, you know, what, what that is. So we came in in here, didn't we? Prime example, the three of us started having a chinwag before we started. <laughs> you've, got to, you've got to do that. Yeah, you know, course. found out a bit about Beth, you know, a bit about Faye. So and then you, you learn... So if I was in a meeting now and you guys were with me, I would bring those elements of conversation because I might not have that camaraderie with that business yeah. person, but Beth might have... He might be a Liverpool fan. Oh, no. Do you know what I mean? And then I'd yeah. step Beth in because that ain't me. <laughs> That's not me. What football clubs are oh, But you've got to have a personality and your values of who yeah. you are. You know, and I go back to that um, course I did and, you know, and, I, and I thought, why am I fighting who I am? I can mask it all I like, but, you know, I am who I am. I'm, I'm, I am loud, bold, strong-willed. <laughs> <laughs> a woman on a mission 90% of the time. And you will find me singing in my car to um, theatre productions. You know, it's all right. That's the end of the episode. So no. thank you so much, Lauren. No, I want to do more chin wagon. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sure you know, and I'll be back. That's the episode all recorded. So tune in for next month's episode. And remember, if you have any suggestions for topics or a speaker you'd like to hear from, please feel free to get in touch by sending an email to talent at bangers.ac.uk or send us a direct message on our Instagram page at the Employability Service. Perfect. Yeah, thanks for joining us, Lauren. Oh, thank you for having me and keep up the good work, guys.